Okay, everybody, welcome in. A beautiful football episode ahead of you guys here. Coming from the gang itself, the Figure It Out pod with me, Chandler Collins. A surprise guest to a normal Thursday episode. Uh, we wish our buddy Blaine a good vacation. He's going down to Eureka Springs, Arkansas with his girlfriend. So we uh, we wish him a, a good vacation there. But as always, we got Lucas Gant. And our surprise guest of the evening is my buddy and great friend, Zach Drake. Um, he doesn't know that much about football, but he's going to try. Zach, how are you, buddy? Well, I completely disagree <laughs> with uh, the former statement there because I am, I am probably the most knowledgeable person here in football, to be completely honest. Um, yeah, you sound like it right now, too. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I am, so. <laughs> okay, okay, great introduction. <laughs> Welcome, hey. awesome to have you, Zach. Multi-position athlete, started out a wide receiver. Many, many people don't know. At least, at least, at least I, Lucas gets it here, okay? Well, Zach, you and I had a similar career because I came in as a different position, turned specialist, and you came as a – you came as both, though. Correct, like, yeah. You, you, you were you, – it was your plan to kick all along, right? Yeah, but – well, I, yeah, it, de- it definitely was. I could not keep up with the uh, whole wide receiver game at Missouri State. Like, I, I got there and I was like, well – I don't think uh, wide receiver is a position for me, so I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and try to kick a football for you guys. Right. Um, so, and speaking of the Missouri State Bears, Lucas, uh, amazing come from behind victory for the Bears, one that this program has not seen uh, probably since 1990, a come from behind victory of that magnitude. It was bleak. In the third quarter, I have to say, I was following along on my phone. I was working a football game of my own, but it seemed very bleak. And then all of a sudden, this new revamped Bears team that never says die, they came back and they took it from the Fighting Hawks. I almost tweeted on Friday, revenge is a dish best served cold. I really wanted to, but I didn't because I didn't want to bite my tongue. Bears get revenge on Saturday at the Plaster, 32-28. Uh, Lucas, thoughts? Are this group of guys, like, they're not like the old group of guys where it's like, let's say we get down two scores like we were, and then you kind of just – Here we go fold. again, Coach. Here we go again. Like, we're, we were up, we were up, we were beating them, we, we should have beat them. Like, something bad happens and it's just a snowball down the other way. Yep. This group of guys doesn't think like that. No, and it's just like because it, it like they just kept saying it's just like keep it like the offense just kept saying like just keep them to two scores, keep them to two scores, keep them to two scores. Like we'll figure it out. Yep. I mean, and that's exactly what happened. So it's like it, it's just a different vibe on the sideline. Is really all it is. It's like just keep it close, keep it close, and, and we'll figure it out. And we we've ton we've ten like we we've, we've been doing that because like we haven't we've won one person out really. The rest of them are close games the cardiac bears are are here to stay yeah and and there's a lot to that and i think really what it stems from is that once you've been in a situation before you know how to handle it teams in the past not necessarily have been in any sort of situation of coming back and especially most of the time there wasn't much of a chance in the second half at all 
Yeah. So like the situations are a tidbit different, but I agree. Like it, it once you once you have your back to the wall, you know how to fight out of it. And that's obviously what they're doing. A gigantic matchup this weekend. It even made my slate for how important this game is for the Bears. So I'm not going to have you discuss it now. We're going to wait till we get to it. But we're going to jump in right here to the college football slate, boys. Starts. It's actually started on Tuesday. That's kind of on my on uh kind of my fault. Um, didn't have a tweet prepared for Maction. It completely slipped my mind. I'm actually really pissed. I'm watching some Maction right now. What a game we have here. Uh, it's at halftime. Kent State, Northern Illinois, 31-21. Maction lighting up the scoreboard tonight. Um, Northern Illinois, Zach, that's up by you a little bit up there in DeKalb, Illinois. You ever been to a Northern Illinois game? I have not been to a Northern Illinois game, but I have plenty of people I worked with, whether it's nurses or so so to say. Um, sorry, I had James Harden running around my screen there. Uh, <laughs> no, there's plenty of people though here in Chicago that went to Northern Illinois. It's pretty. It's a pretty common place for people around here to go. Um, okay. But I think I think that uh, Northern Illinois. And Missouri State, I think that Northern Illinois being a FBS team, right? Correct. Yep, they are no, FBS no. matching. Um, I don't know. I th- I think I think that the Missouri Valley would have plenty of opportunity to get after the FBS and Northern uh, Illinois kind of teams. You know, I absolutely agree. Um, I think that that would be really cool if they would do like some sort of Mac Valley challenge every year, yes. like a preseason, like instead of going to play fucking K-State, I know it's all about the money or Oklahoma State or Oklahoma, whatever. It'd be cool if like Missouri State played Northern Illinois. But um, just for the listeners, don't forget early in your weeks, we will have football. I think it's crazy. There's like football every day for the next, what, 10 weeks, like every day of the week. Once so, once Maction starts, I, I forgot to remind you last week. I said it two weeks ago that it starts week nine or week ten. But yeah, for here on until like uh conference championship weeks and sh- and stuff like that, Maction's gonna go every Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, I amazing. heard I I heard that it was uh twenty-seven weeks in a row that we are going to have college football on. Oh man. And that that's a, that sounds that sounds a little bit dangerous to to be completely yeah. honest. That sounds like some afternoons on the couch. So we'll jump ahead here uh, to tomorrow. One game on the slate, kind of interesting. They seem to own Thursdays as well. Uh, Georgia State goes to Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. I think all three of us have put money on the Raging Cajuns uh, at some point or another in this season. I know I have. I know Lucas has. And I'm almost 100% sure I know Zach has. Um, Yeah, you got me there. They're a fun team to watch and a good team nonetheless. Georgia State, uh, they just hired somebody, right, Lucas? Maybe new head coach. Uh, I I would I think they did a total revamp because I actually know the equipment manager that was at SIU last year is there now. So like I think they did a full clean house. So I think they have knew everything on football. So yeah, I don't know the name of it, but yeah, they did. They cleaned house. They just. Oh, a day ago, they I knew that I saw this in the news. Um, a day ago, they hired Clay Helton, the former USC head coach. 
is the new head coach of Georgia Southern. He won't be there tomorrow, obviously, but um, – Listen, Georgia State. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. And Different we school. talked about <laughs> – hey, we talked about – we talked about the Raging Cajuns last week. And, like, I because I, I told them they were I – I think I said they were going to stomp Texas State because, I mean, this is the same Cinderella team last year that was ranked in the top 15 for – most of the year because they were so good and they returned basically everybody. And now they lost that week one to Texas and now they've rattled off seven straight. Yeah. And like, um, they're a problem. We forget about that freaking Texas game, honestly. Like yeah. they were 23, right. To start the year. So like they, they're a good football team and, and obviously people knew it. Um, go on it, to so go ahead. Zach. Sorry. I was going to I was going to say, and I believe though, you said, like you said, they've won seven in a row. I believe they're in the top 25 of the college football playoff rankings right now, right? So they're just not ranked by the AP, by the Associated Press or anybody else, but they're in the I college think, football ranking? I think, number yeah, 24. I, say, I, think they're, I think they're number That's 24. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, number yeah. 24. They're, good, they're right a good here. football team. Yeah, great I think program. they are too. Yeah. Yep. Then everybody here should be looking at the number, and it's only 12, like – Georgia State's only like claim to fame this year was keeping it close against uh, Auburn, right? Weren't they the ones that kept it close against Auburn? Yeah, yes. and they're four and four. They're just an average football team. Folks, look for that game tomorrow night, six thirty. Um, excuse me. Going to Friday, Lucas has been on this team all year. Uh, Boston College hosts Virginia Tech. Uh, Lucas, you said again, I think, I forget which week it was, but Boston College, I believe their defense is kind of nasty a little bit. They're going to mix it up. Yeah, the one, week I, the one week where I really bought in and talked about them, and I was completely right, was whenever Blaine was wanting Mizzou. Like, he thought Mizzou was going to do something against them. I'm yeah. like, no, this 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 team is like just – they're like a few other college teams that we talked about to just want to run the ball down your throat and have a nasty defense and get after you. Obviously, they've not had a great year, but, I mean – Neither is Virginia Tech. So this is – I mean, this no. is a coin flip game, really. Yeah, I think this is a great Friday night game, just something at 6.30 that I don't care about but just really want to watch. I think at Boston College, I think that's obviously advantage BC. But Virginia Tech seems like one of those programs that's just kind of like – they're never that good, but they're never that bad. And they can – you know, they're just like kind of a resilient program, it seems like. They're going to give you a tough game, Boston College. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, playing yeah, at Chestnut I, Hill at night's tough to play. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I believe that I believe that Boston College only lost to Clemson by six. Yeah. Like about a month ago. So mm-hmm. and then they kind of got their ass kicked by I think it was NC State or something by like NC 20 State points. was really good. Yeah. Then which, they lost which was at which was yeah, right. Which was the they lost like the week after they uh by like twenty points, but they only lost to Clemson by, I think, six, six. points. I think it was a low-scoring yeah. game. So, yeah. I think Look I think that. there's I think they're a team to watch out for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then nine thirty, a really nice Pac-12 matchup. And I said it last week, and I'm guilty of it again. I've got to watch more Pac-12 football, but I just don't find myself caring about it at all. But this is a good game, Utah at Stanford. Utah putting together another quiet – what another just consistent program. A year in, year out. They're never that good, but they have years where they're really good. And then other the rest of the time, they're just a really good football team. Um, and against a Stanford team who's, who's had a couple good wins, they're not having a great year. But I 
they're a different team than when they started the year against K-State. I think that game's a bit of an outlier. So look for them to give them a, a, a game. A, look for Stanford to give Utah a game on the farm, I believe, is what the nickname is for Stanford. <laughs> I'm the opposite way. I was on them last week. I told everybody to bet them against UCLA, and they blew their doors off. Utah's Utah. way Utah's way better than Stanford. Stanford had their one shiny moment this year, which was beating Oregon. Obviously, yeah. this this I mean this team this is not a good team. Like that that was their one moment. They had it, and now they're they're done. Like Utah's going to win this game and win it handily. I think. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Saturday, boys, eleven a.m. This is a this is a this is a slate, guys. That. You can get up in the morning, take your time. I didn't see very many 11 a.m. games that you really need to get up and get the coffee hot for. There are some. Um, but as we get into the afternoon and evening, it gets good. So we'll start here at 11 a.m. Uh, Ohio State at Nebraska. Uh, the college football playoff rankings just came out. We'll talk about that at the end. But uh, Ohio State number five on the outside looking in. A lot of people think that they're going to get in no matter what, as long as they take care of business, which I anticipate them doing. Um, but our buddy Michael Clausio is going to this game. He feels good about it. Uh, he doesn't, you know, he's a Nebraska Cornhusker through and through, but he's a little delusional here. I would imagine Ohio State boat races Nebraska and uh, thoughts, Lucas. I've been saying it the last three weeks. I've been right the last three weeks. Ohio State is in that spot they find themselves every year. I'll continue to say it where they lost that one early. Then they have to come out and absolutely boat race the Big Ten teams that they play. They're doing it. They're going to continue to do it. I, you, you have not heard a lot of chatter this year about Nebraska fans wanting, wanting Scott Frost out. Yes, years past this year. Like he, They all kind of thought he had it turned around. They played some close games. But the way they played the last two weeks – they're done on him. Like the, the fans are out on Scott Frost. So like, I don't really see how he's going to rally the troops here in this one. And Ohio state's obviously in boat race mode. And I think they're going to just absolutely hand it to Scott Frost in this team. Yeah. Uh, the, I, uh, yeah. the, the line I believe in the Ohio state Nebraska game is minus 15 Ohio state. Obviously I don't think that that you should question the line on that. I think that, Ohio State is absolutely going to murder Nebraska, like you said there, Lucas. I think that there's no question that Ohio State puts up at least 50 points. Nebraska yeah. maybe scores 20 points on them, but I, I, I mean, I'd, I'd be shocked if it was more than that. The last few matchups they've had, Ohio State has just absolutely dominated it. I'm pretty sure they went to Lincoln, I think, two years ago and played them at night. And it was like a, an absolute slaughter. Uh, the athletes just are, are on a different level at the two schools. And, yeah, I think the Buckeyes roll big time. Here's a big game for Lucas. This game doesn't make any sense to me. Um, Wake Forest on the road, number nine, at UNC. UNC, bit of an up and down year. They have good players, but they're not that good of a team. They're favored to win at four and four. Uh, they're favored by two and a half. I don't want to say Lucas is right, boys, but I don't know how this isn't a hammer, the Demon Deacons. Uh, for, I, I mean, honestly, Lucas, 
I don't think it's crazy to say that uh, Wake's quarterback is better than UNC's quarterback. <laughs> Sam Hartman, it's a battle of the Sams this weekend, correct? 100%, yeah. And it's like, what a time to like start a podcast and then just pick a team from the beginning, the get-go, to just like ride with. Yeah. And this team to have this year is absolutely unbelievable. And it's absolutely disrespectful. UNC minus two and a half is just because it's at like North Carolina at home. What does that mean? Yeah. North Carolina cares? football at home, that means nothing. Yeah. Like, get out of here. Sam Hartman is going to shred that team. He's legit. Yeah. I've said it. I continue to say it. His stats are speaking for themselves. What do you, he put up like, well, he put up like 400 yards last week. He's a freak. Yeah. And, that game last week does cause me a bit of concern. That defense has glaring holes, and they're going up, we all know, a better offense than who, Army? Wait, no, no, no. They played, they played Duke last week. They shit-pumped Duke 45-7. Okay, then I'm talking about two weeks ago. But that's I mean, still... they just couldn't stop, the, they couldn't stop the triple option. Come on. So I'm just it saying, happened. I think Hammer Wake, but if I was going to give any advice, I'd look – be careful when Sam Howell could just have a game where he goes off, Zach. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. Um, I think I'm siding with Lucas here, though. I oh, think yeah, that, I am too. I'm, I'm Demon Deacons through and through. Yeah, I, I, I think they're a little bit dangerous right now, although all the signs are not pointing towards that, but I think I'm all in there with Lucas. This yeah. is not a this is not a one like where we get on these like this is a trap game where it's like Vegas knows something we don't. No like, trap game. No, the Duke, Vegas Duke would have been a trap here. game. Yeah, Vegas, Vegas is just, just wrong. Like hundred percent. Yeah, like there's this. They're betting. They're saying that this North Carolina team is the North Carolina team everybody thought they were going to be. The started out tenth, I think, mm -hmm. yep. in the preseason polls. Like no, Lost week this one. team is. Yeah, this team is not. This is not anywhere close to what people thought they were going to be. So yeah, you know. and and the craziest thing to me is that I think. Do we say that North Carolina is favored there? Yeah, yes, they're they favored. Two and a half. Two and a half, right? Yeah. Yes. How does that make any sense when Wake Forest is eight and oh, dude? And they're <laughs> rolling people. They're not like skating by. They're oh. rolling on kids. They're putting yeah, up a it, lot of it, points. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. Um, yeah. Moving forward. I really hope you're going to say another 11 a.m. game here, Chandler, because there's another good 11 a.m. game I've circled. Okay, well, we'll see if we get to it. Um, this one, nostalgia game, the Sunflower Showdown. K-State goes on the road to Kansas. Cam Collins not even in the country for this game. He's over in the U.K. And that doesn't really add up in my head. Um, I believe K-State wins no problem. Minus 24 and a half is a bit of a stretch. Um, I think you stay away from this game, but I will say something nice about the Jayhawks. If the Jayhawks that played against Oklahoma come out, it could be a, a bit of a game, and I think they could stay within 24 and a half. That's a lot of points. But if that Kansas team that comes out against Oklahoma State shows up, K-State will pound them. So it's all on the Jayhawks here. I'm staying away from the game. That's just my analysis. If anybody has anything, your time is now. Um, I'm, I'm refraining from talking about five and three K state and one and seven Kansas. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I think that's a fair point there, Lucas. Um, mm -hmm. I think if there's any spread, 
at minus 20 or above, it scares me a little bit. But whenever it's K-State versus KU, I don't think I'm going to shy away from Kansas State absolutely murdering yeah. Kansas Jayhawks, dude. I, I so really too. don't. I like it. That, that, uh, that line that line does not scare me that much, so I think I'm going to get on top of that. Okay. You heard it here first, people. Um, next one, SMU at Memphis. Won some money betting against SMU last week. Houston was my lock of the week via the Figure It Out podcast, so I will take that as the only person on the podcast that went 1-0 in their mortal locks for college football. Um, felt good to get that win. I hadn't had that win in a while. It's been Lucas for pretty much the whole season. So it was good for me to get on the board there. But um, SMU, that's that game right there, I think that's a game you sit back on at 11 a.m. and you take the over 70 and a half. <laughs> I think that game has a lot of points to it. Yeah, because I, we were on we were on it last week. I think we all picked Houston. Like that was a I, I said it. That was a Daniel Holgerson game to win, yep. and he fucking mm-hmm. he went out there and just I mean did exactly what he was supposed to. So you think SMU is going to come out because they were ranked last week. They're not ranked now. They kind of they still can kind of make some noise for like a nice like nice bowl game. So they're going to win out there and score a lot of points. Memphis is not really because like I've been on this a couple times like you are. Like, we think this is kind of the Memphis of old where, like, they just put up a lot of points and don't really play defense. They can do that, but they haven't been doing that a lot this year. I think they, I think they've only hit over in their games. Like, I think they're four and four in the overs. Mm-hmm. So, they're not the same Memphis team we, like, we, like, you come to, like, think. But it's possible because I think the it's just going to be, like, SMU rolling and Memphis trying to answer and just, right. like, it could be, it could be an old-fashioned shootout for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that Memphis losing 24 to 7 last week to UCF is a little a little telling there. Yeah, they're um, not the same Memphis team. And SMU is firing off right now at seven and one, I believe. So I think I, I think that there's no question you gotta you gotta ride the Mustangs right now. Um, yep. the Mustangs and I think, Pony Express, yeah, baby. Pony Express, man. You gotta ride it, right? Yep. Um, Lucas, yeah, so it's I only four have, and a half. It's not, it's yeah. What go? I only have one game left, and I doubt this is the one you have circled. So I'm gonna let you go here and give us the game you have circled since I haven't said it already. Okay, I have I have a revenge game circled. Liberty at Ole Miss, Liberty seven and two. Probably the most quarterback buzz in the draft is Liberty's quarterback, Malik Willis. Uh, yeah. That, I believe uh, is that his name? That's yeah, that's not I, it. Auburn transfer. Col- it should be on Auburn because Cole talks about him all the time. I'm looking it up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Malik Willis. Yeah. So having an unbelievable year. Yeah, he's a freak. they. They're lo- they lost to UNL. UL Monroe was a bad loss for them, and like the Syracuse loss, they were played in the Carrier Dome. Not that bad of a loss. Obviously, this is Liberty not going to have the level of athletes Syracuse has, but their quarterback play is phenomenal. And it, like I said, revenge game, Hugh Freeze going back to Ole Miss. Right. I, oh. I love, love the over in this game. Mm-hmm. The only reason I had it circled because yeah, it's kind of a sick game that Hugh Freeze Liberty seven and two versus Ole Miss six and two coming back. Right. I love the over 67 and a half. It seems like a cake walk to me. I, I love that. Both teams also. score. Yeah, they do. And no defense. No. 
I love it. Yep. Um, and the last game I have for the 11 a.m. slate, the only reason I wrote this down, shout out the troops, the commander-in-chief trophy, Army, goes on the road to Air Force. Um, both defenses, not – I'm not joking around here, pretty bad. <laughs> um, and I, I believe Air Force now runs the triple option, correct? Or they, they... Have, they, have, they have for the last, like, four years probably, yeah. Okay. So it's going to be a uh, a battle uh, of the running games, I would say. See who can, who can uh, beat who. But, uh, yeah, I just had to give a quick shout-out to the troops. That's the only thing I had on that. Moving to the I'm, afternoon. Hey, Chandler, this is Yo. a – like, I'm glad you brought it up. This is a 10.30 kickoff, by the way, not oh. 11. Okay. 10.30. 10.30? You, you sh- have you looked at Air Force's, like, wins? There's no. FYI, they're 6-2. and two. They play in the Mountain West. Boys At Boise State, win. Wyoming, win. Wyoming's pretty decent. At University of New Mexico, who's bad, win. FAU, win. Lost to Utah State by four, beat Navy by twenty, like, and then they only lost to South Dakota or South Dakota, San Diego State by six. Wow, who who I've talked about a lot, and they're only giving I think three and a half. So look for this to be a great game, really. Yeah, like I think yeah, Air Force, Air Force, yeah, they're two and a half. I love hammering Air Force here. Okay, I love it. Yeah, uh, you know. We love all the branches, though. Not a branch that we love more than any others. It's solely football. Yes. But, um, okay, boys, 2 p.m., it starts getting good. First game I have written down uh, just came out in the college football rankings at number two. Michigan St- – are they three? They might be three. Sorry, they might be three. It's Georgia. Uh, it's Georgia, Alabama, Michigan State, I believe, right? Yes. Three, yeah. Michigan State goes on the road at Purdue. I have in big bold letters the word trap with three question marks behind it because Lucas, I believe we've even talked about this. Purdue is the most the the ultimate trap team. Um, it's at Purdue. I mean, if anything were to scream trap game to me, it's this. You get ranked in the college football playoff for the first time, uh, and you have a huge win against Michigan, come from behind, win, super emotional. If this game was at 11 a.m., I'd be riding Purdue. The time actually kind of, think, doesn't hurt Michigan State as much. Um, and I'm just saying, I, I think Michigan State wins, but, boys, high alert for the Spartans this weekend in West Lafayette. So if it was set up the same way whenever we were on it, whenever they played Iowa and obviously beat them, the number was a little bit better. It was it, they were they were they had twelve. They were getting twelve points and not three. Mm-hmm. So like that's where we were just like, why is it twelve? It should be a lot more than that. Now they've come, they have that game, so they're getting some respect for that. This one would be a hundred percent trap game if it was like week six, week seven. When you're in week ten and you're ranked third in the college football playoff. I don't see this. I don't see. I don't see this trappy at all. I think you just take advantage of it only being three points, and you just bet it, and you go on your merry way because Michigan State theoretically should roll, and it shouldn't be three points. Even if it, like I know Purdue's. I mean, they're five and three. Like they're not a bad team, and they're playing in West Lafayette, shit ass town. Who would want to travel to West Lafayette? 
but I, I get where it could be tough, but this doesn't seem like a game Michigan State should slip up on. Like week 10, they've got enough tape on them this year. They know what they need to do. They're in the college football playoff. They should roll. Zach, you, can you back me up? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm 100% on your side right here, yeah. Lucas. Um, Michigan State minus three against Purdue. Yeah, they beat Wisconsin. Or no, they lost to Wisconsin as Wisconsin was struggling. And then they beat Nebraska by five points last weekend, right? That does not worry me one bit. I think that Michigan State is on a little bit of a roll, especially after beating Michigan last weekend. Um, I don't think it's a trap game whatsoever, like you said, Lucas. I think Michigan State minus three over Purdue. Granted, like you said, it is in West Lafayette. But, man, Michigan State, I think they're on a roll. I think – and you know what? I don't love to say it about Michigan State. I don't have anything against them, but I don't think they're anything special. I think Michigan State minus three over Purdue. I think that's a lock. I think that might be my lock of the week. You have to. You're getting extreme value. Yep, I love it. I agree. I think the Spartans win. I'm just saying, watch out, Spartans. Take care of business because I want you in the playoff. That'd be cool to have a new team in the playoff, 100%. Yes, so sick. You you lose to Purdue, and they have no chance. They could win the Big Ten championship, and they're not getting it. No way. So, just come on. Tulsa at Cincinnati. First time, I believe, in Cincinnati history, the college game days there. Um, I think it's only because of Cincinnati's season. I don't see how Cincinnati doesn't blow out Tulsa. Now, Tulsa has played some games pretty close against some decent opponents, and I think they can score. But Cincinnati's defense is real, and it's made me eat my words already this year. Um, So, obviously, it's the game day game. Only thing I really have on that, I'm hammering Cincinnati. They need an impressive win with the national – media watching them very closely they cannot mess around anymore if they want to get in the playoff and another team i want in the playoff give me cincinnati i think they have a if they don't have to play georgia i think that they can be i think they can make it the national championship game if they can get to that third spot honestly um so go bearcats i'm with you 100 the old so like i'm i'm usually like don't let these like smaller schools like into the playoff. But for some reason, this Bearcat team just doesn't make me want to hop on the bandwagon. I usually hop on because I think they're like legit. Mm-hmm. If they would make the college football playoff this year, if this game is switched out for like a Houston, because Houston's not on their state, they somehow aren't playing Houston in the American this year because they do have SMU later down the road, which would mm-hmm. be technically a good win if they get to go there and beat them. If they had Houston, and SMU on their schedule this year, they might sneak in there and do it. Since they only have one of the two, I think they're just going to be constantly on the outside looking in unless miraculously Oregon loses another game or Ohio State loses another game or one of the top teams. Because, like, even if Michigan State, let's say, loses this week, they're not going to drop them past Cincinnati. They're just not. Yeah. No. So, I I feel bad for this Bearcat team. I know we're not really – I didn't talk about the game a lot because, like, I obviously think they should – shit on Tulsa and I you've been on Tulsa a few times this year I I've never seen anything from them that would warrant me to bet on them plus 22 because I mean I've seen the Cincy team just shit pump lesser opponents like a UCF and a Temple Mm -hmm. 
So true. Zachary. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's fair. Um, so I think I'm riding hard with Cincinnati this year. I would love to see them. I saw the college football playoff rankings come out today, like the official first round of the college football playoff rankings. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I just really want to see a switch up. Um, and I think Cincinnati might be that team for that reason. Um, and I think that I will ride Cincinnati for the rest of this year, whether it's spread money line or whatever, but I, I think I'm all in on Cincinnati. I do. I think, uh, I, I think I'm all in. I also well, love the number that I'm getting the uh, over under is 54 and a half, 54 and a half. I think I love the over honestly. Well, no, that's yeah. what I was going to – I was about to say, they're not this – like this, these non-Power 5 teams that are like usually in contentions and getting some talk is because they have explosive offenses. Mm-hmm. This isn't a this isn't a non-Power 5 that doesn't have an explosive offense because the offense isn't the best part of their game. They play absolutely lockdown down deep. Yeah, they do. Like, which is just a little bit different. So it kind of makes them a little bit more boring, which is mm-hmm. a, like a negative for them because this team isn't going to come out there and put up 60 on your head. Like they want to come out establish the run, run with the QB, run with the running back, and just smash you in the mouth and play lockdown on the edges with their unbelievable corners. Yep. I agree. So, um, going to the Big 12, I had this game written down because, like last week, I said this was going to be a trap for Iowa State, and they went to Morgantown, and they lost by seven. So, A, I'm a genius because I said that. I said, be careful going to Morgantown, Iowa State, after an emotional victory. Um, Oklahoma State, you're doing the same thing this weekend. You're going to West Virginia, and I'm telling you, watch out because you, you played Kansas last week, so you probably had a jump on West Virginia film, West Virginia practice. I get it. Tough place to play, um, and Oklahoma State still kind of controls their destiny. They only have – I believe that's their only Big 12 loss was to Iowa State, so they can still make the Big 12 championship game. But they got to take care of business, and they're a team that I'd like to see do well. And if you lose to West Virginia this weekend, your season's over. So, so we haven't we haven't brought it up because it, it really hasn't sparked interest or came about yet. Oklahoma State lost their uh, they they tried to get reestablish their ability to make the postseason. They have a playoff ban right now on them. Today came back on their appeal denied. This team this team can't make the playoffs. Or or playing a bowl game, so it, I think they I thought go that was absolutely. basketball. Was it? I thought it was football because Mike Gundy got in trouble a year ago too. I thought. So that's no, what I, I thought. Think, I think it was basketball, but I'm gonna I'm gonna check. Double check because I thought it was Gundy because I remember him him getting in trouble for recruiting last year. Right. Okay. I'm gonna look it up real quick. You tell me what you think about the game. I think Oklahoma State goes absolutely nuclear on these guys. West Virginia got got their little trappy win. This is what I'm going off again. They got their little trappy game off last week against Iowa State. And this one, I mean, Oklahoma State should be able to run the ball down their throat. I'm obviously setting up a pattern here. If, you, if you're in college football and you can run the ball and play great defense, I tend to bet on you and like you to win. That's what just Oklahoma State can do. And that's what they can do. Yeah. Especially because, um, like, that shit travels on the road. Yeah, it Like, does. running and defense travels. Yes, it does. I completely agree. Um, it is the basketball team. Ooh, um, so this that, does not that's affect... a bad look. That's a tough no, one. It's you. okay. Because uh, I didn't know if it was the entire athletic department, because that, that happens too. 
But no, it is just the basketball program. Before yeah. Gundy got in trouble because you know he's a bad boy. He might have. He. I'm not saying he didn't, but that yeah. isn't related to this story. But just be careful. Um, Missouri State boys. This is crazy that this game makes the slate for us to talk about, and I love it. Missouri State on. goes on the road to Carbondale, Illinois, to play the seventh ranked Salukis Lucas ninth. No, no, no. I, I think they're. I think they're uh, sixth. Let me check. Anyway, only- top ten yeah, Southern I'll Illinois on the road this weekend. Um, huge rivalry game. Some bad blood between the two schools as always. One of our bigger rivals, I would definitely say. Um, been some talk, some trash talk back and forth between the coaches through the media last year, or excuse me, earlier this year because of COVID. Um, Missouri State beats Southern Illinois at Plaster. I was the fan of the game. No big deal. But uh, Southern Illinois' head coach came out, made a bunch of excuses about COVID, and was saying they didn't have all their players and all that bullshit. Well, guess what? No one gives a shit. Bears are going on the road this weekend, and they are going to win this game. You heard it here first. It's a huge game. I – Need to do a, my final research on this. I don't believe I have lost in Carbondale. Um, and we're going up there, Lucas, and we're going to win this game. I have not lost that stadium. I'll be at that stadium this year. I guess uh, I guess we'll see, but here we go, boys. Lucas, thoughts on the game? Yeah, so they don't play like a smothering style of defense on D. Like they kind of they kind of do what – I was texting about today, which is just like kind of make you make mistakes, like kind of hang around, they'll give you the easy stuff and then just tackle well, like 12, like 11 hats to the ball. Like they play solid sound defense, but it's nothing crazy where they're going to like rush, rush six or seven and play uh, like man to man, like cover zero blitz like which we faced the last two weeks because south or north dakota state loved doing that it gave us some fits we adjusted because we knew north dakota was going to do it they did it and we handled it well so this is just going to be a game where we got to be in our p's and q's try to establish the run early if that doesn't work and then just make the easy throws and we should win this game obviously on our defense we we're one of the best third down teams in the nation SIU is one of the best third-town teams in the nation, so that's going to be a nice little clash to see who comes out on top. The, okay, wait, hold on. Let, 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 it, let, me make sure, let me make sure I have that right. They're one of the best teams offensively on third down, and we're one of the best teams defensively on third down. Okay. Yeah, I love that yeah, clash. So, I love it. Good clash. Powerful, absolutely powerful offensive line. I know we've talked about it. Davion Frucron, who gets a lot of love on the pod. The kid's an absolute monster leading that team. Uh, so we're going to have to lock down the run game and make make old Nick Baker pass, which he's really good. Like, he's not a fast athletic quarterback, but he's just got that, like, enough quickness to scramble and make some plays when he needs to. So if we can just, like, keep him inside the pocket and smother the pocket into his face, he's a short guy. The dude's, like, 5'9", dude. Yep. Now, if you get if you get Eric Johnson in your face, like you're not going to be able to make some throws. Right. So now, if, we, if we can do all that, road to victory. Now I've seen 
I have seen Southern Illinois play in person this year. Uh, they are impressive athletically. They have really good receivers, a huge challenge this week for our defensive backs. Um, but I know that, the, you know, I know they're up for the challenge, but they, they're offensively, they're really good, um, like you said. And uh, I think a really underrated part of their game is their defensive line. Now, SEMO's uh, offensive line had troubles all day. I think the Bears' offensive line is better than SEMO's. But Southern Illinois' defense can flat get after the passer, and I think that's why they don't blitz very often because they can get home with four. Yeah. So, as always, it's a huge game for the offensive line. Um, like pretty much like every Valley game, it's going to be one of the trenches, and it's going to be, uh, you know, who can out-physical the other. But it's the two teams match up really well. I mean, it's not going to get the game. Na- it's never going to get national recognition, but this could be – this is a top three FCS game this this uh, this week uh, in Carbondale for sure. Cause, dude, like, there's bad blood. Like, we know we're both in like a top like position in FCS football this year. Like, this game means a lot to both sides. Yeah, we've it does. played them. We've played them every year. We haven't skipped out on them once, right? So our six year guys. Yeah, our like we know them well. They know us well. Like, it's gonna be a clash. It's gonna be fucking fun. And there's a Petrino on Jason. Yeah, his uh cousin. Yeah, what's what's he? He's their defensive coordinator. Right, but what is he to Bobby? Cousin. Okay. So yeah, I mean this this game has literally you can't Hollywood couldn't write a script better than this game. You got family on both sides, both schools hate each other. Come on, Bears! You got one this weekend. I'm in my Bears football shirt. Let's go. You'll be there, baby, loud and proud, sitting with Zachary. One of your, you know, you have some history with Southern Illinois. You beat their ass on a walk-off field goal back when we were redshirt freshmen. Yeah, well, I I did, but I could not have done it without my snapper, dude. I could not have done it without the snap holding kick. That is true. Um, But behind every great field goal is a great snap, and people don't realize that until it messes up. I agree. I, I think there's no question about that. And I think that this weekend will be huge for the Bears, like you guys have both been saying, that it is a massive game. It is, it, it's probably the biggest rival that Missouri State has in general over the past however many years. Um, yeah. So I think it's huge. If we go to Carbondale and we beat the Salukis, I think it's going to be a massive win for the Bears. I think it's very possible, um, and I think that it will. I think it'll set the uh, set the stage for the rest of the season for the Bears. If we go and beat Southern yes. Illinois, I don't see how we don't make the playoffs. I don't know how. I might. I'm looking at the rankings right now. Northern Northern Iowa sitting there at five and three at thirteen. I don't. We might jump to the top ten if we beat this team. Yeah, I know. Because that'll put Southern Illinois at six and three. We got to win over them. They're at seven. They might drop down below the top ten. We might jump up. If some other teams win or lose, bada bing, bada boom, switch. This might be the first time in the top ten in a fucking while. Yeah. Yeah. If we win this game. We got to move on, boys. But, God, what a game for the Bears. Uh, Let's get through some of these real quick. I'm just going to briefly mention two because I want to get to these last two that really interest me. Navy goes to Notre Dame. Said it last week about Navy. Or was it last week? Maybe two weeks ago, whichever week it was. 
Navy. Look for that game to be mucked up by Navy, a team that always plays Notre Dame well. Rooting for the midshipmen because I do not like Notre Dame at all. Go midshipmen. Baylor and TCU. Letdown spot for Baylor maybe. A little holy war as well in Fort Worth this weekend. Um, Baylor uh, beat Texas. No matter what Texas you're playing, it's a huge win for a school like Baylor. Um, Lucas also warned you not to drink the Kool-Aid. You took like five shots of it at the bar and you stumbled home sloppy. I told you not to do it and you didn't listen. Onward. Biggest game of the 2 p.m. slate. It's got to be Auburn at at, uh, Texas A&M. Auburn with a huge win last week against Ole Miss, a game that we all circled last week that said it was going to be a really good game. Um, This Texas A&M team seems to be hitting some sort of stride. I don't know what the explanation they have for Arkansas, right, and Mississippi State. I think if they could go back and play those two teams right now, they would dominate both of them. This is a huge game. Auburn controls its destiny in the SEC West. You take care of this game. You don't have anybody else within their schedule except for Bama, and anything can happen in the Iron Bowl. Huge game for the Auburn Tigers, Lucas. Huge game. Lucas, you there? There you are. Yep, I'm here. So I uh, I, I missed out on them last week. I was on Ole Miss. I was on Ole Miss for some stupid-ass reason. I don't know why because freaking somehow I hate him. I hate him. But Bo Nix at home under the lights just as a different quarterback, and it's annoying as shit. Well, guess what? He's on the road this week at Texas A&M, Kyle Field, 12th man, F.U. Cole, F. Auburn, give me Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, all night long. Okay. I like it. Zach? Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair, but I think that uh, A&M at home is kind of dangerous right now at Kyle yeah. Field. Yeah. Um, I would not want to be Auburn walking into uh, Kyle Field right now at this point. Uh, now, A&M is favored, I think, four and a half right now. Um. So if I had to choose who to bet on right here, I think I'm taking AM at home at Kyle Field. I do. Wow. I do. Yeah. I uh I like where you guys' heads are at, but I'm saying I, I don't know. I'm going with the Tigers. I think Auburn, uh, I think they got a little bit more momentum. Huge win for them last week. Uh, I think they take that momentum on the road to College Station with them. Uh should be a great game. Anyway, it'd be CBS. That's a great CBS afternoon game. Um, Mississippi State at Arkansas. This game kind of interests me. Mississippi State, uh, they've come out of nowhere, put together a nice little run. They're 17th in this uh, uh, the, the latest poll. Um, Arkansas, what? which team is going to show up? I think uh, it'll be a great matchup in Fayetteville. Yeah, it should be. This is I, – I don't understand this Arkansas team. I was on them early. I stayed on because I was on them early, and then they absolutely pooed down their pants. Like, yeah, just they pooed, pooed. Like, yeah. I know Ever they since like, they lost to Auburn, and it's been weird. Well, yeah, no, they well they lost to they got smoked by Georgia, and right. then they lost that. They went for two against Ole Miss, didn't get it, lost, and then they got pooed on by Auburn, and then they played a weird non-con University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, smashed them obviously. And then bye week. So I don't hate them. I, I get why they're minus five, 
but I'm not going to bet them. Like, I, there, there's no reason for them to be, like, minus five against the 17 team. I know they're playing at home, like I just said, and they came off a bye week. But this Arkansas team hasn't showed anything against a real SEC team yet. Like, no. What, no. So, I like, I, like, I like Mike Leach on the road here. Yeah, and I love that. I love that they're underdogs. I I, I feel yeah. like most of the time you don't want a home dog, but this seems like take the bulldogs and run. Yeah. Going to six p.m. Uh, this game, unfortunately, um, doesn't have that much weight behind it, but I feel like I had to write it down. LSU goes to Bama, just a classic rival. I mean, I'm not saying Bama's going to lose, but anything can happen in rivalry games. Staying way away from this game because anytime you bet on Bama, you're going to lose or bet against Bama, you're going to lose. But I mean, I think Bama, as long as they show up, they kill LSU. Ed Orgeron went from being God to just some random dude in Baton Rouge. Honestly, like it feels like overnight, but LSU has a lot of issues. I think, I think Bama rolls here. Yeah, it, it's one that I don't, like, get hyped up about, honestly, even though it is a nice rivalry. LSU stinks. Alabama's Alabama, and they are going to probably do what they do to everybody and just impose their will. So it doesn't interest me in the slightest. No. And I'm uh, not, I, I hate, I I, hate uh, watching Bama games. I, I completely agree. I think that Alabama minus 28 and a half is a little bit ridiculous, um, especially over LSU. I know it's at Alabama. Um, but this is the last game maybe on the slate that I want to bet in general. Yeah, I agree. Speak staying with rivalry games. I believe this is the battle of the Commonwealth. Correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, but it's Tennessee at Kentucky. Tennessee kind of has a little fire under its belly a little bit. They play Kentucky, who's probably down. I believe they lost this weekend to uh, Mississippi State. Um so can they get back up for this game against Tennessee? You know that game means a lot to both of those states. Uh, Tennessee, you would have to think, much improved team. Um, they're not afraid to go on the road here to Kentucky and uh, take on the Wildcats. I think maybe, honestly, I kind of would want to bet Tennessee with the points, to be completely honest with you. I'm seeing I'm, – I'm not going to go off because I've been we've, we're going pretty long, but I like this red alert here, and it's an even. It's a coin flip. I'm seeing even money on it, no points either way. I like Tennessee to go in here and whip up on Kentucky for some reason. Red alert. Love it. My red alerts have paid off. Um, next game, Texas at Iowa State. Only reason I had this written down, Lucas, I already alluded to it. I told you, buddy. Texas is broken. I don't know what's wrong with them. Um, every once in a while they look good, but, I mean, I think you ride the Cyclones here. Awesome game out west. The Mountain West, we've been riding it all year, Lucas. Boise goes to Fresno. I think it's going to be an unreal game to watch. Um, Boise, one of those programs, is just always good. They're going to give you a fight no matter what. It's not going to be a blowout. I think it's just a great game to sit back and watch. Um, Oregon at Washington. Oregon controls its own destiny. It can't slip up. Only reason why I wrote that down. I think it'd be good for Oregon to stay in the mix. Um, at least keep the Pac-12, you know, around the conversation. Uh, Lucas, what's up, buddy? The, I had this one written down and circled. Uh, I love, love, love Oregon minus seven here. Like, they've had their slip up. They need to continue to hammer opponents home. And whenever you're clearly better than every other team you're going to play, which they should be the rest of the way in the Pac-12, 
like this is a game that you just hammer home against a bad like Washington's not Washington of the last couple of years. They're down. You yeah. go in, you go into Husky Stadium in Seattle and you just whip up on them. And I think yeah. they should. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I truly hate that I've agreed with Lucas on maybe every take that he's had tonight. <laughs> yeah. But I think that Oregon walks in there and absolutely dominates. Yep. Last game before we move on, boys. A conference USA matchup. We have the Roadrunners taking on the Miners. Uh, I believe it's like an eight and one versus a seven and two matchup or something weird like that. Eight no uh, UTSA versus six and two UTEP. And completely under the radar game, obviously. We have talked about UTSA a lot this year. The Roadrunners are a legit program out there in uh, San Antonio. El Paso versus San Antonio. I've got a feeling that that can hold some weight down there in Texas. Um, so I think you keep your eyes on that. I think that game is also at like 930. I think it's on the CBS Sports Network. So if you don't I have love, I love, do. I love UTEP. I love UTEP minus 12 here at home or plus 12 at home. I love yeah, it. I, I think that that's too many points. And I think in this game, I think it's really back and forth. And I think it's within a touchdown game here yeah. for sure. Yeah. UTEP, UTEP's played close games just about all year. I think they'll keep this one close. I love it. Yeah. Well, boys. Yeah, I I, uh, I completely respect you guys wanting to bet this game, but that is the uh, <laughs> – unless I lose seven games in a row on Saturday from the 11, a ga- 11 a.m. games, the 2.30 games, maybe I'll bet UTEP, UTEP, UTSA, but I am staying the hell away from a UTEP, UTSA game. Probably I smart, am. but when you know, I get it. I get when, it. But when I'm you're just down, saying, I mean, when you're down bad and you want to go to bed on a good note, you might want to put something on this game here. But, yeah, no, uh, I, 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 I sadly see myself probably betting this game about <laughs> Saturday night around eight thirty, being like, oh, you know what, I can chase. I can, yep. I, I can, I can get UTEP here. <laughs> Completely agree. Well, boys, that was the college football slate that caught my eye. Um, if anybody else has a game they want to talk about, we can do it. But if not, I'm jumping into the NFL. No Blaine, so I'm spearheading the NFL as well. Blaine owes me a dinner or a drink or something, making me do all this work. It's like it's my own podcast or something. What the hell? Crazy, right? Yeah. God, but, Blaine. Um, so we'll start, to, we'll start with tomorrow's game, Thursday Night Football. Um a bit of a snoozer, one would say, but yeah. I will be tuned in for it all 60 minutes. The Jets go on the road to Lucas Oil and they take on the Colts. Um, I don't have much on this game. I never – I say this every week. I never know what Colt team we're going to have ever. This Colts team could win this game by 40 or it could be literally a two-point game. Um, I think the Colts win, but I think that the smart bet here is betting the Jets with the points, boys. Boy, did Mike White make me eat some words this weekend. Because you remember I had lock of the week, Bengals. I took them them first half. I took them game. I I hit the over on their point total, but that's neither here nor there because I look like an absolute fool. Yeah, Mike White and the Jets made me look like a fucking idiot last weekend. So, fuck the Jets. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch this game because it's just. 
I don't know. It's a weird game for me. The two and five Jets going to the three and five Colts. Colts really yeah. need a win here, but it is a lot of points. And like, I don't see the Colts really blowing the team out right now. I don't know why I don't, but I just, I don't. So I'm just going to stay away. And I don't know, might, might find like a, a player prop or two to bet on, but I don't, I don't know how this game's going to shake off right now. Me either. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair, but there's no question with it being a Thursday night NFL football game that I'm absolutely betting this game. Right. Um, and I think I'm going to be on the props too, like you said, Lucas, yeah. but I think I'm all over the Colts minus 10 and a half. I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm all over it. What makes you lean just like, just because the yeah. Jets have been so bad, but I mean, they beat a good team last week and they beat them pretty fucking handily. I mean, that call at the end of the game was horseshit on the, uh, the, what did they call it? Like where the dude basically he led with the but crown, but like it wasn't his fault because the running back went down with him and it basically created the contact. Horrible they called, call. They, the called, they called unnecessary roughness yeah. leading with the head or yes. whatever. Yeah, Which no, is I, just I, like yeah, so I, dumb. I, I thought I thought that was yeah, right. It was a it was a terrible call. Um but I think I think I'm on the Colts, though. I don't know why. Now, I'm probably going to regret it, but I think I'm on the Colts. I think Mike White, wasn't that who it was? Mike White, the quarterback who led the NFL in uh, passing yards for (laughs) week eight or whatever it was. Um, But I don't know. I have have some feeling about, is it, it, Wentz is playing, I believe, still. He is, yeah. And you know what? Missouri Valley guy, I think I'm going to ride it, and I'm going to say let's go Colts minus 10.5. I think they win by 15. Love it. Moving to Sunday. Moving to Sunday, the Battle of Ohio. Um, Cleveland goes to Cincinnati. Honestly, guys, I think Cincinnati wins this game easily. Uh, I think they're pissed off against the Jets. Cleveland is broken. Um Got a lot of weird news out of to the, out of Cleveland today with Odell like missing practice or whatever. Um, Stefanski has been like reported saying he's basically not on the team right now. I don't really understand what's going on with Odell. More drama from him. I mean, my God, just shut up. I mean, uh, there's there, there's so many egos in that in that offensive room. Like, yeah. dude, there's so many egos. It's it that seems like it. Like, and we I wish Blaine was on here so we could shove that down his throat. I know. Like, we both hate Odell. He loves him. And this just proves our point even more. That guy is a cancer. Those wide receivers that act like that, get them out. I don't want them. Yeah, I don't get it. So I'm all over the Bengals, Lucas. You're on the Bengals. Give it to me. Yeah. Yes. Zachary? 100% on the Bengals. Um, I'm in the same boat. Odell reminds me of Kyrie Irving. Um, yeah. Basically, like, he's the football version. Like where, where it comes – yeah, right, where it comes down to be like – you're just being a little bit selfish here. I mean, let, let's just play some football. Let's just play some basketball. Yeah. Let's. I mean, let's just win a football game. I, I, I agree. I'm 100% on the Bengals right here. It's only two-and-a-half line. Bengals are at home. Bengals, after rebounding against the Jets, I, I, I think they're going to – I think they're going to go off. I think they're going to absolutely murder the Browns. Yep. I think that this next game is going to be an absolute blowout. Uh, Denver goes to Dallas. Dak back in action this weekend. Uh, really a shitty game. I don't see how Dallas loses this game at all. Denver broken. Uh, Fangio probably gone after this year. I would have to imagine they'll probably just try to start over. Traded Von Miller this week. 
I'm all over Dallas here. This is this is a one where like I'm gonna put it in to my twelve o'clock three or four team teaser that I do every week, which I've been pretty successful on. Well, I, I would take them regardless of the 10 points, but you give me an extra six below that, make them three and a half, four, give it to me all fucking day. I love yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I, I think a teaser is the only way you bet this game. I don't think you bet this straight up Dallas minus 10. I think that if, if you're going to bet this game, I think you have to include it in a teaser with a couple other games. That's yeah. I think that's the only way to go about it. I agree. Um, this is another snoozer. Honestly, these first three games, I'm kind of intrigued by Cleveland and Cincinnati, but it's not that intriguing. This next one doesn't get me at all. Houston is putridly bad. I mean, it, it's bad out there for the Texans. They go on the road to Miami. I You, you don't know what Miami team you're going to get. Uh, I'm like Lucas. I don't believe in Tua. I wish I would believe in him, though. I think he's a great like person. I'm rooting for him. I just think he kind of really kind of just stinks. Um, but I think – I don't see how the Dolphins lose this game. The Dolphins' defense is pretty good. Houston's offense, inept. Uh, look for the Dolphins here to just dominate. This is the one where you make this game basically like a, a money line bet for the Dolphins. You throw this in with the Cowboys, and I'll probably pick another team later. You make this a money line game, basically. Dolphins just to win the game. And they, sh- they theoretically should because they actually are trying to play football games. The Texans aren't, obviously. Right. I'll go back to it. I've said the last two weeks, like the Dolphins dummy organization for not trying to get Deshaun Watson. Stupid. And that's all I have to say. Yeah. I, I think that I would rather watch UTEP and UTSA play than the, uh, <laughs> than the Houston Texans and the Miami Dolphins, to be completely honest here. Um, I don't think it's worth my time betting it or even paying attention to it. You know what, if it's on red zone or Sunday ticket on Sunday and I'm watching it, you know, I, I will, gladly watch it but i am not going to select to watch this this single game in the nfl slate at noon me either the best game we've gotten to so far at noon atlanta lucas goes on the road to new orleans uh first game without Jameis uh for the saints i think speaking of deshaun i think it would have been kind of sick if he could have somehow gone to the saints like, I think you said this last week, Lucas, but that's a Super Bowl team right there. Deshaun's on the Saints, in my opinion. I mean, their defense yes. is that nasty. Um, I don't love the Falcons' chances here. Again, Aaron, uh, Matt Ryan did not look great last week. Um, tough place to play. Now, it is a, it's a good rivalry. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be fired up between both teams. Um, but I'm on the Saints here. Shout out Lucas last week for giving the listeners the money line Saints pick. What a call. Yep, that's right. What a call, huh? That's why you tune into the Figure It Out pod for takes like that. Give me Saints exactly money line right. last week. This is I get I'm pretty good at like separating. Like you and Blaine aren't good at separating like fandom from like betting. <laughs> I'm usually pretty good at I never it. bet on the Chiefs. Yeah. Well that that's what I'm, like you can't like ever like either bet against or bet with so you're there in the middle ground or you just don't which yep. is just a different thing in general Blaine can't separate himself I guess I'll say I can but in this one that's why I wanted to preface this I like Atlanta plus six here and it's not because they're my team this is just 
It's a weird football number to my head. Theoretically, the Falcons can keep this within a field goal. If they like Kyle Pitts dropped so many balls last week, he's not going to do that again. If he catches two or three of the balls that he had wide open, one was for a touchdown. There, there's a and they missed Young Ho Ko missed a field goal that he doesn't miss. Like he's he's one of the best kickers in the league. He makes that field goal. Kyle Pitts catches one of the four balls he dropped. Falcons win that game easily. I like the Falcons here plus six and at a weird spot for the Saints coming off an unbelievable win against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Quarterback is not good. If it's if they if they put out Trevor Simeon out there to play the Falcons, give it to me all day. Hopefully Taysom Hill's still out and I don't have to worry about that. If Taysom Hill starts, hammer the Saints because they'll just shove running down the Falcons' throw. But if yeah. they try out Trevor Simeon, give me the Falcons all day. Yeah, I, I, I think that's fair. But I think that if, like you said, if Taysom Hill plays, I pit, I, so I, I lost Russell Wilson in fantasy. If Taysom Hill plays, I am all in on the Saints. I you am. have to. You have to. If, yep. if he's it, like, if Taysom Hill plays this game, the Saints are going to run the ball maybe 45 times and it will be effective. Yeah. Really and excited. Taysom Hill's going to run it 18 of those times. Yeah, correct. <laughs> And like, cause I mean, it'll just, it'll be like a, it'll be like a LaMarcus or a Marcus game. It'll be like a, uh, oh my God, number eight for the Ravens. Why can't I think of his name? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. It'll be like, it'll, it'll be trying to stop, <laughs> like trying to stop them with a better offensive line. Cause the same, I've said it all year, their offense line is sick. I mean, look yeah, how they exactly. did last week. Yeah. It's Without really Andrews Pete, their, their best guard. Um, I, I thought the alarm clock was going off after that, but it's back to the snooze button here. Raiders go to the East Coast to play the Giants. Um, most of my listeners are Chiefs fans or at least around the Chiefs area, so we saw the Giants on Monday night. Um, thank God they suck. We'll get to the team they played here in a little bit, but good God, the Giants are awful. They are just inept. Daniel Jones is clearly not the guy. He stinks. Um Raiders have a lot of outside noise this week after what we saw with Henry Ruggs, but I just think that the Raiders are a better roster than the Giants. As long as they come to play, I don't see it though. They've they've done what they've taken adversity. Well, like the Gruden thing going on and they went out there and absolutely trounced. Yep. I, I don't think that's really going to affect them. I think their, their core group of guys like Derek Carr, you love him or hate him. The guy's a great leader. Like, he's a leader of men. He's a great dude on and off the field. You know people can rally behind him. And it's only minus three. This really should be like six and a half, seven, because the Giants are bad, and the Raiders are actually a really good football team, as you've seen. I love the Raiders minus three. Yep. Um, I'm on the Raiders too, Zach. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm on the Raiders as well, as much as I do not like to say it. But – uh I just, I mean, the Giants and Daniel Jones, I can, I, I just cannot bet on them, especially if they're plus three against the Raiders. I think I'm all in on, all in on yeah. Raiders minus three, as much as it hurts me to say it. Weird matchup game here. Another nooner. Uh, Patriots go on the road to Carolina. When was the last time these two teams played? Um, New England. I hate to say this, guys. They're good, I think. I think they're pretty good. And Carolina has really fucked me all year. So, fuck them. Um, 
they just kind of stink, like, in a weird way. Like, I think that they can give the Patriots a bit of a game. But so many question marks with McCaffrey. How much can they use him? I know he's theoretically going to be back this week, but he just won't be 100% healthy. I won't even be surprised if he doesn't play. Um, I think, guys, I'm, this is the first uh, This is the first road team I've taken – or, no, this is the second road team I've taken – uh, I'm taking the Patriots here to win this game. Uh, Chandler, the, the Patriots have won me a good amount of money this year. I like betting on them, dude. Yep. They're a, they're a frisky little team. I was I gave them uh I gave them money line last bear with me. I gave them money line last week. Shout out both my money line picks last week paid off. I gave them money line against the Chargers. You guys were both against me. They went in there and showed what they could do. They played solid defense when they need to. They're not great. They're the team that, like, bend but don't break. I know I yeah. said that earlier in text, too. That's exactly what they are. They're bend, 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 lock it up in the red zone, which is just what you need to do, and that's what they do, and make a play when you need to. Picked off Justin Herbert on a bad throw. I guess Miller with miscommunication. Took it to the house. Love it. I love this team. I don't know if I want to – kind of like the Panthers to keep this within a field goal if it was if it was minus two and a half or three I'd lean Patriots here but I like that it's three and a half and it's that field goal and I think it'll be a field goal game I really do yeah I, like I don't know why a lot. so I would probably tease this one up and make it a Patriots money line game and this is the third one I would put in my teaser which I had circled over here so I like the Patriots put it in the teaser let it rock love it Zach yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think I think this is one of those games where it's kind of a matchup between, I guess, Sam Darnold, I believe, is still starting, right? Yeah, they put him back in. Uh, but... Yeah, he beat the Falcons last week with his legs. It was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, but I think, I don't know, I, <laughs> I, I guess I think Mac Jones and the Patriots might be good. This is the first time I think I enjoy – actually putting a bet in on the Patriots because it's not Tom Brady. Right. Um, as, as both of you guys can attest to that. I don't know. I, th I think I'm on the Pats. Yeah. Love it. Um, we won't spend any time on this one. Uh, Buffalo goes to Jacksonville, Buffalo, right guys across the board. I mean, no way you could even talk. You can't even speak a sentence about the Jaguars. They are such a joke. It's ridiculous. Quite honestly, they should just go to London so they're not in America anymore because that's how <laughs> much of a joke they are. Um, this, uh, honestly, this is the best game in the noon slate, in my opinion. Uh, Minnesota goes to Baltimore. Baltimore off a bye. Uh, I wish Blaine was on the podcast tonight so that way I could freaking rub his stupid face in it. Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are not that good of a football team. I'm sorry, they're just not – they had no business losing to the Cowboys on Sunday night, and they did. Um, Baltimore, I love them off a of bye here. Um, and I think that I think that honestly, this game could get kind of bad in terms of getting blown out because I think the Ravens can put up points against this Vikings defense. And I'm not sure that the Vikings can put up many points unless they have Dalvin Cook go off. And it's a shame because they have good weapons. But Kirk Cousins just flat out stinks, guys, and I'm riding Ravens all day, every day. 
this is going to be – no, I'm, I'm going the other way because this is a perfect – like, I said it last week. Like, he tricked he tricked me again. Like, you know Kirk Cousins fucking sucks in prime time. He did the other night. If he gets the 12 o'clock game against the Ravens, a team that should blow out the Vikings, he'll show out. He'll throw for 350 yards. You'll be like, oh, Kirk Cousins is actually good. Like, no, this is this is a spot where I, I take the Vikings plus six. I hate myself for doing it, but – it just this is a, this is this is where they show out for some reason, and it's annoying. And they they suck you back in, and then they let you down. <laughs> so, I mean, puck Kirk Cousins can't win in prime time. Obviously, you can see how I went last week against the Cowboys, but I mean, God, yeah. Kirk Cousins is frustrating. Zach, yeah, there's there's no question. Kirk Cousins and any ever Minnesota sports team has let you down, but I think this week. You have to ride the Ravens, right, Chandler? I mean, I, I think that I, I, I think that uh, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings—they're going to just continue to let you down. Now, it is—it is a—it's it, going to be a good matchup with Vikings and Ravens, but I think there's no question that Ravens—they kind of—they kind of need to make a statement win, or they kind of have to have a statement win. And I think this might be the one against the Vikings because the Vikings are actually a decent team. Yeah. Um, so I think that I think that the Ravens play well. I think that Lamar goes off for whatever his run, whatever his uh, rushing prop is. I'm gonna hammer the over on that, whether <laughs> it's whether it's 50 or whether it's 65. I'm gonna hammer the over on that. I can see him. But I, for I, I think I, yeah, I, th- I think you just have to ride with the Ravens here, Chandler. I'm I'm on your side. Wow, first time all night. I think staying I know, yeah, on the East Coast. Uh, we got Chargers at the Philadelphia Eagles. This game really doesn't do much for me. This is the first game of the afternoon slate. Um, as long as the Chargers go and take care of business, they're the better team. But Jalen Hurts, for whatever you want to say about him, he puts up a he can put up a lot of points and he's dynamic. And they they did what you're supposed to do to the Lions. They shit on the Lions. Um, and so maybe Philly gets a little confidence here and gets the Chargers some fits. Honestly, we're really big Eagles fans this weekend. So fuck it. I'm going to take Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a Chandler Collins. Uh, I, I, I didn't look, really look into it, but I'd love to know if the Chargers stayed on the East Coast. If the Chargers stayed on the East Coast and found a place to practice, whatever, and stayed over there to play the Eagles, I'm hammering the Chargers. But if they went home and had to fly all the way back to the East Coast again. I like the Eagles. So I'm going to bet this game depending on travel and logistics. I thought that the chart – it was at L.A. Oh, it was at SoFi. Oh, I'm an yeah. idiot. So they so they, they got to travel. But then they were home, so it was just one travel out there. Love the Chargers still then. That's, I was saying if they, like – they had to fly right. home from, yeah. from New England, fly back, don't love yeah, it. I got it. But they just were home. Now they're flying to Philly. Not that doesn't scare me. I like the Chargers. Zach? Yeah, I, I think I like the Chargers as well. Um, I like the logic there, though, Lucas. Um, yes. But I do. I do. I think, the, I think the Chargers, they were hot, obviously, at the beginning of the season. But I think now um, I think they're due for a big win, especially after losing to the Ravens a couple weeks ago, <laughs> like by 30 points or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, I think I think they're due against the Eagles. I think I agree, Chandler. I think the Ravens and Jalen Hurts is they're solid, but I think that the Chargers Eagles. minus 
Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think that the I think that the Chargers minus one and a half over the Eagles. I think that's a pretty good bet. Yeah, I do too. Going to the West Coast now. We're gonna skip over the Packers and Chiefs game. We'll come back to that. Arizona and San Francisco. Um, Arizona ten days off. I think that they go to San Francisco and handle business. They should. They're a better team. San Francisco just kind of seems like a team that might have the Cardinals number a little bit. Um, I'm not even kidding you. I think ha- having these two teams already played and it was a close game, if I recall, I'm almost 100% sure they did. I think they played in Arizona already. I could be completely wrong. Yeah, I think it's- it was uh, It was at, at – uh... My God, what's Levi Stadium? Yeah, it was at Levi Stadium, 17-10, Arizona wins. Levi Stadium is San Francisco Stadium. Correct, that's what I was saying. It was at San Fran. But this week's at San Fran. No, no, I was just giving you the lay down of their last game. Wait. No, you're not understanding. They played played the Cardinals at Arizona. San Francisco Stadium is Levi's, and that's where they are this weekend. So I think as long as the Cardinals go on the road and take care of business, they should have an issue. They should win. Um, I don't know what this line is. I want, I'm going to look it up real quick. Minus one. Arizona minus, minus one. It's a toss-up. So I think minus one. I think it's the Cardinals all the way. I think you, I'm hammering the Cardinals here. Oh, yeah, man. I, 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 th- I think I'm, I'm in the same boat. Um... Kyler's supposed to play as well. Yeah, it's supposed to play, but either way, if he's injured or not, I don't know if it really matters. I think that Cardinals are going to hammer the 49ers. I think the 49ers are frauds, to be completely honest. <laughs> so I, I, I think I, I think I'm Cardinals all the way though, Chandler. I agree. Lucas. You know, I've been I've been saying it. My red alerts pop up and I'm pretty good. I said it I said it last week. I was on the 49ers at Chicago. They rolled up on them. Uh, they didn't want like, to initially. Yeah, but they they imposed their will at the end. I like I like I like San Fran money line here. I like I like him to win this game. Uh, wow. Yeah. Sunday night I, I game. Think, oh, sorry. Huh? What were you gonna say, Lucas? Go no, ahead. Nothing. Not, nothing important. What, what were you gonna say? Just tell oh, me. Oh. Tell me to not do it. Because I want to do it. I want to go. I want to bet San Fran money line. You got to do it, Lucas. You got to do it. I think it. you should, honestly. Why not do it? Because yeah, I, I like do it. think the Niners can win. I 100% do. Um, yeah. Sunday night, great matchup. And I know uh, the King is not going to be present, but um, I still think the Titans can, can give the Rams a little bit of business. Uh, Titans go to LA. Um, I think I'm going to be all over the Rams here, but I would, I mean, Rams defense, really good. Tennessee though, they still have weapons without Derrick Henry. And I think that this, I'm not saying that they should not, that they're going to be better (coughs) off without Derrick Henry. They're definitely a better team when they can line up and just run and run, 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 and then pass. But we've never seen the Titans without Derrick Henry. They have receivers, guys. They can make plays. So, as uh, you never know with Julio, if, how many, how long in the game he could go because he leaves every single game. But <laughs> I'm taking the Rams. Just watch out for the Titans. Nope. Yeah, I, don't watch out I, for the Titans here. I don't know who on their. I don't know one of their cornerbacks that can cover 
I mean, Cooper Cup looks unguardable right now. Yeah, he does. It drives me wild. So if they want to try to lock down Cooper Cup, please do. Give me Robert Woods all day because you're not going to stop Robert Woods. Like, they, they got too many weapons on offense right now. And if they can, like, once again, I'm going to go back to it because they can if they want to. If they can establish the run and run Sean McVay play action, Sean McVay is an elite play action game passer. If they can establish the run and then open up that downfield for Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, I, I mean, seven and a half, like that's the most generous Rams line in a while. They've been getting 14, 10 and a half, 11, 15. Yeah, like, I love it. Minus seven and a half, give it to me. They can easily win by 10. Yeah, I, I, I think that this is maybe the best game of the week. And what's great is that it's the Sunday night game, right? Yeah. Um, but I think, I think that seven and a half, granted, Rams are at home. I think seven and a half is still a lot for the Titans. Um, so I think, I think I'm going to ride with the Titans plus seven and a half here. Um, I think that it's going to be a great game there in SoFi Stadium. Now, if there's lightning, <laughs> I don't know. Delay. If <laughs> yeah, there's lightning, delayed. there will gotta, be a delay. Yeah, if, if there's a delay, I'm taking Rams just because they can adapt a little better. But if not, I'm riding with the Titans. I am. Love it. Monday night. Not going to spend too much time here on this Monday night game. It's kind of uh, it's kind of a snoozer because I just feel really bad for the Bears, man. They just <laughs> – it's like they just invent ways to be sad. It's just like they play really well against the Niners for like three and a half quarters, but you can like see it dwindling early in the third. It's like they just don't do enough out of the, out of the break. And the Steelers, I think, are hitting their stride at the right time. They look pretty dangerous. Um, big win against the Browns. I don't see them slowing down against the Bears at home. On Monday night, I'm all over the Steelers here. Um, I, for some reason, in my head, I've got it built up that the Bears aren't that bad. I don't know why, because I really love their win. I don't know. I watched that Bears-Raiders game, and that's been stuck on my, my, my head in replay. They dominated the Raiders, who are really good. I mean, they shut them the fuck down and looked good doing it. I they're getting six and a half here. I like the I like the I like the away dogs this week. It looks like I like the Bears plus six and a half because Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, they looked good last week, and I was on them last week. I bet Pittsburgh. I knew Pittsburgh was going to go in there and win. Yep. I think it's a little bit of a like, you can't really say a letdown because it's not going to be a letdown. But I like the Bears plus six. It's just I like the points here. That's Zach. it. Yeah, I I think this is actually kind of a good Monday night game. I feel like the Monday night games this year have not been that great. Now, no, granted, I cannot remember that many of them. We had Giants <laughs> and Chiefs last Monday, and we know how that went. Chiefs got a win, but whatever. Uh, but I think Bears-Steelers is kind of a gritty matchup. I think that yeah. I think that Bears, if, if they want to prove a little something this year, and Jordan Turner would appreciate it if they got themselves a win, <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't think he would give a shit if they covered the spread or not, but I think that the Bears have a decent chance to cover the spread. I think I'm also in this game, I think I'm taking Justin Fields over rushing um, props in this one. 
I, I, I might I like have it. a little not... fun this week, boys. I might take Bear. I don't know why it's getting in my head and it just keeps coming. I might take Bears money line this week. I think I think I'm on the same boat here, Lucas. I don't know I think why. I, I mean, I I don't know why. I, I don't like have any idea why. Quite honestly, Bears offense is inept, and the Steelers defense is quietly one of the best in the league. I mean, yeah, no, you're you're not you're not wrong, but I think I kind of like that too, Lucas. I do. <laughs> You're gonna get in. We're gonna get insane value. Like they're gonna. It's gonna end up being yes. Pittsburgh minus seven, seven and a half. That's gonna give us a money line of like plus two eighty, two seventy. Yeah, I won't mind watch sitting down watching that Monday night game and just being like, "Fuck it, give me the Bears money line and just see what happens." I'll enjoy only, watching that game. The only thing you guys have talked me into here is that this is actually a good game. I wasn't going into this conversation. <laughs> It being a good game, but now I think I want to watch it. I think I might fucking hammer the Steelers, quite honestly. <laughs> Let's go, Lucas. Come on. So, I mean, I haven't given a whole lot of, like, breakdown of, like, football talk because I can't and I shouldn't because I should be on the Steelers here if I go strictly go, like, X's and O's in football talk. But I'm just red alert Bears. I like the Bears this week. Hey, bear down, Lucas. Bear down. Hey, everything's coming up Bears this week, boys. Come on. That is true. Yeah, let's if go, it's the Bears. weekend for the Bears, it's – yeah, I agree. This is the weekend. I might I might do a, a Bear parlay. Give me the Baylor Bears, give me the Chicago Bears, and give me the Missouri State Bears. Nice. Come on, you Bears. do that. You oh, the Bear parlay. Bear parlay. The Bears parlay. That's really yes, cool. let's go. Obviously, I can't, Missouri State, but, you know, right. if somebody wants to do the Bear parlay. Yeah, maybe I'll do the bear parlay. Yeah, hey, big bear parlay guy. Uh, Wait, no, they play. They play southern. They play southern Illinois. I cannot bet on the Illinois. Oh, that's right. We can't bet on Illinois. Shit, none of us can bet on this bear parlay. That's bullshit. Okay, boys, last game of the slate that we need to talk about. Green Bay Packers go on the road to the Kansas City Chiefs at 325 on Sunday afternoon. And news broke today of Aaron Rodgers will be out versus the Chiefs due to COVID. I'm still insanely nervous. I talked about it on Monday. That it, 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 the, the win against the Giants was the, the emptiest win I've ever felt in my life. It was like we won, yeah, but who really cares when you beat one of the worst teams in football by three? The offense looks putrid and inept. I don't know what's going on. Um, We don't run the ball enough. Uh, Our leader on offense, besides Patrick, has the worst body language in the NFL. I don't know what's wrong with Travis Kelsey at all. Get over yourself and just start winning football games. And then don't even get me started on the defensive personnel. It's just bad. Uh, the Chiefs are in a bad spot. But somehow, some way, I find myself still believing in this team. And I will believe in them until the very end. This is a huge game and a huge opportunity to take one from one of the best teams in the league without their best player. I said it on Twitter today. It's the best news we've gotten all season because this is a huge three-game stretch for the Chiefs. Honestly, all three of them are must-wins. I'm backing the Chiefs this weekend. I never bet on a Chiefs game. Um, And so 
I'll let you guys do it to what you will. But if I had to pick, I'm picking the Chiefs, baby. We have to do it now. So, sneakily, because, like, everybody just wants to talk Aaron Rodgers when it comes to the Packers, the Packers' best part of their team this year has been their defense. Like, the last two years, Jair, Jair Alexander's proven that he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. I think he was he was either one or two last year in pro football stats. They, had, they picked up an old Atlanta Falcon named Devondre Campbell, outside linebacker. They, they, slid, they slid him in. He plays a little bit of Mike. He plays a little bit of outside. He is the third best linebacker in PFF stats. So their defense is sneaky good. Yeah. All three levels, really good. It's This is just – even with Jordan Love playing this game, I'm not going to make it about Jordan Love subbing in or off – like. I just – the Packers' D, like, I can keep them in this game with how the Chiefs have been playing. I'd really love to go and give you a rah-rah speech about the Chiefs and how they need to run the ball and they should try to run the ball, yada, yada, yada. And hopefully they saw something last week, which we've said all week, which is just to keep fucking Chris Jones on the inside and let him grind and get yeah, nasty wow. down there. Like, hopefully they do that. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Give me – like – I just can't bet on the Chiefs. I've said it for the last four weeks. I completely agree. And I, I did yeah. last week. Thank God. Everybody I know probably hopped on them, minus 10, whatever. Like, they should kill this team. I didn't because I have a brain in my head. The Chiefs, like, <laughs> even with Jordan Love, why is it seven and a half? They fucking stink as a football team. It makes no I sense. I don't know. Give me the Packers. Give me the defense. Like, I, and I, I don't want to win that bet because I, I love you guys and I love the Chiefs. But, like, they fucking stink. They do, Zach. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just could not agree more with you, Chandler. Like, it's like I'm, I'm all over the Chiefs this week. <laughs> I think <laughs> that it's, I think it's a statement game. I think that it's, it's one that we need to win. I think it's one that we need to win convincingly, especially with Aaron Rodgers out. Um, I th- and I think it's doable as a thing, but that's probably me being a little biased, right? It's, I, I think that. There's opportunity out there, but I, I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll see, but... The Chiefs, I think the Chiefs absolutely can win the game. I think the bet, if you, I'm not going to bet it, but if you bet this, I think you're crazy if you don't take the Packers <laughs> plus whatever yeah. they are. I mean, honestly, it's... Uh, unless you're betting money line and you just think the Chiefs are going to win outright, but... I mean, I still yeah. think that Jordan Love is going to be able to get the ball to dynamic playmakers. And can we make plays against their? I mean, who's going to guard Devontae Adams? I'm not putting a single one of our defensive backs against Devontae Adams, and I'm picking our defensive back. There's no way. Um, so it's it's going to be a really good game, regardless of if Rodgers out there or not. The Chiefs have to come ready to play. But we're not going to be a negative. That was a really awesome podcast, you guys. I really appreciate you guys coming. Uh, coming on tonight as always, um, Zachary. Thank you, buddy, for uh, for a late addition to tonight's episode. He called me about thirty minutes before we started recording, and I said, "Hey, you want to hop on?" He said, "I'm in." Really appreciate that, buddy, Lucas. I'll see you in a couple days, my guy. Huh? Yes, sir. I'm pumped. All right, boys. Hey, that's the let's show. Let's go Bears. Let's, let's go, go Bears. Bears. Come on. Bye, everybody. All right, peace. Later.